Welcome back, 390 Millionaires. We are back Woo! Uh, for the 2021 fantasy season. Uh, very exciting. Uh, some. Uh, it's been a long, long time since we, we were able to sit down, talk some fantasy, talk some 390. Uh, and today we have, um, uh, we're restarting the tradition of uh, doing our draft preview episode. But before we get too far into it, uh, as always, I want to uh, um, introduce uh, everybody, uh, somebody you, you all know and love. Uh, Mike, how are you doing, buddy? Good morning. I'm doing well. I'm definitely uh, super amped up as we were talking pre-show. Just this exciting time of year. I don't even, like, I don't think any of us even remember last year. I don't think there was a playoffs last year in 390, so... We don't need to talk any about that. Um, we just need to talk about what's coming up now because it's exciting. Last year was definitely an asterisk by all uh, metrics. A um, little bit, a uh, little bit of a change this year. So, uh, um, Gertie uh, has entered into parenthood and mm. has uh, decided to uh, um, limit his time on the podcast. That does not mean that he won't be on here, but. We do have a new host this year. So, everybody, let me introduce Suds. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Thanks, guys, for inviting me to be on. Uh, when I was on last year for the first time, I realized that it would only take me one year to replace one of you. I didn't care who it would be. But um, uh, my, that was my goal, and I achieved it pretty easily, actually. I think you actually called that on the podcast. Yeah, it wasn't hiding it. <laughs> it... It certainly is interesting that Suds came up with the idea of like, I want to get on this podcast. What's the way to do it? Did he impregnate uh, Gertie's wife? We don't know, but it's 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 a theory. It's at least a working theory that we have. Um, so today with our uh, oh, we're back. I fucking <laughs> we're so back. Um, I. Today with our our episode, we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a few different things happen here. Um, uh, I know everybody's been eagerly waiting for the the power rankings, so we're gonna jump right into that uh, here very very soon. Following that, we're gonna do a mock draft, uh, and then after that, we're gonna uh, do a quick analysis of uh, each team how they look after uh, the rounds that we we draft here. Um, just a formatting, uh, call for the, for the ep episode, um, and episodes moving forward. Uh, we're doing this essentially live. We're not going to be doing any edits. So, um, have patience with us. If, uh, we get uh, sidetracked or off the, uh, off the path that we're meant to, this is, uh, um, meant to be a fun podcast. Uh, and we're going to, we're going to put very little effort into it. 
but a little bit more effort than Andre puts into drafting his fantasy team. So, <laughs> or running the uh, <laughs> So with that, um, I think uh, we can jump right into the, uh, the ranking. So maybe I'll throw it to Mike to introduce this here. Sure. And uh, Pat, I've never known us to get sidetracked. That's not a thing that normally happens on our podcast. So I don't know what That's you're talking right, about. That's right. You're right. <laughs> How about that weather? <laughs> Yeah, when do I say what's souring my scotch? Yeah, is that now? I'm a little confused with this hosting. Um, anyways, the power rankings. So last year, we were definitely right. I'm pretty sure we nailed 12 for 12. But again, we're not about looking at the past here. We're, we're looking forward um, to 2021. So we've comprised our rankings. The three of us ranked all of you uh, champions out there, which now does eight of us. That's uh, That group seems to be growing every year. There's only a lowly four people in that second bracket. <laughs> I just saw someone <laughs> called them human scum. <laughs> I just noticed that. <laughs> um, so we've got the power rankings for the champions and the power rankings for the human scum. Um, so I'll toss it to Suds. Uh, the way we did this, sorry, the, before I toss it to Suds, the way we did this was we each ranked each division. So the champions are ranked one to eight by each of us. Uh, Non-champions or human scum were ranked one to four by each of us. And then we just averaged it out to comprise some power rankings. So uh, I'm going to throw it to Suds to kick it off here with our uh, champions bracket. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Mike. Um, the champions bracket, surprising actually a little bit. So in the end, number one, are we sorry, are we going to do it? In, we're going to do it in reverse order or are we going to do? Let's do reverse order. Oh, reverse order. <laughs> We're fucking live, baby. Yeah. We're it all in. <laughs> Behind the scenes, Howard Stern, bitch. <laughs> Maybe start by summarizing who's there, who's in the champion's bracket. For who's those that don't in know. the champion's bracket. Oh, yeah. All right. So let me get back to the sheet. So the championship bracket, uh, <laughs> I don't know what order to say this in because right now it's in an order. But, uh, so <laughs> we have the three hosts. We've all won. Uh, and then we have the former host, Gertie, who has also won. Mm -hmm. The brother to one of the hosts, Mike Hallwell, has won. And then we also have Danish, Neville, and Ryan. So we're going to go in reverse order, as we've established uh, quite clearly. And so the worst of the champions turned out to be, with two people ranking him dead last, Danish. Danish is the worst of the champions, still has a championship. We all know the story, took advantage of Neville, um, who, you know, seems to have recovered a little bit from it, even though it took place 10 years ago. And I think this makes sense. Um, when you look at the list, he's the only one where you're surprised that he's actually won anything in his life. Yeah, I, there's not much analysis to be had there, I would agree, with uh, Danish being last. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. It, all, all, uh, all I'll add to it is that even though Danish comes in as as last on the championship power ranking, um, last season was actually like a success for him. He finished eleventh. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> the best it's been in a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. So for the good work, Danish. You're really you're making steps forward, buddy. Well, I think if you had to go back and look at it, which I'm you know not going to do, it's too much effort. He's been in the toilet bowl, I think, at least two years in a row, no? Or two of the last three, probably. Like he's been down there for a while. So like No sorry. So the the whole the whole mystique about Danish was that um going into last year, he had finished twelfth 
Uh, he'd finished in last place the the last the previous two years. So that was his third oh, toilet bowl in a row. row. So so at, at oh. we this this podcast has like a propensity to dish out some fun nicknames. Mm. Um, uh, Mr. Toilet Bowl is certainly up there <laughs> for him. Uh, Mr. Clean. Uh, we could uh, uh, we could call him Flush. Uh, oh, Flush is good. I like yeah, Flush. Yeah, 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 Flush is really good. So. Um, yeah, he's he's certainly deserving of this ranking yeah. for sure. All Our right. seventh place candidate uh, is Ryan, and I think Ryan is suffering from a a, a similar um, bout of bad luck with uh, that that Danish is. Um, Ryan was the other participant in the toilet bowl last season, um, and it's been a while since Ryan has won um won a championship mm -hmm. he he uh uh notably ryan ryan was part of that uh peyton manning broncos record-setting season mm -hmm. um he had he had a ton of broncos on his team um and uh yeah just just carried him all the way to the championship but since then what has he really done and these are the questions that we have for yeah. for, for for the players at the bottom of their list so I don't know if you guys have anything else that you want to add. I think it just, it makes sense. Ryan and Danish were in the toilet bowl last year. And I mean, you can't really expect much more from them this year. So they're at the bottom. They're starting there. They're of course ahead of the human scum, but they're at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, yeah. In terms of the champions um, here up top on championship Hill. Yeah. I don't, I don't think uh, we're, we're super critical of Ryan. I think when, you know, you're talking to other league mates and you say, you need to win this week. I mean, you come up against Ryan, it's not a guarantee for sure. And you're a little uncertain about it, but it's also kind of like, who cares really? He's like, if he was a color, he'd be beige. Like I just, <laughs> like, why? What? That's... I, it's like, it's like bye weeks. I think it's like a tie. Every time I play Ryan, just who gives a fuck. <laughs> that's good. That's hot fire. And that's, wow. That's good too. Uh, no need to bore us anymore. Let's move on to the uh, the sixth ranked champion. Um, we have Gertie here. Um, I, wh what do you guys want to say about Gertie that hasn't already been said? You know, um, I think what's going to hurt Gertie is, as we know, uh, based on these rankings, Neville's going to be higher than him. So, I mean, I kind of want to hear how he feels about that. But deservedly so. Mm -hmm, uh, I agree. But you know what? You know what we will hear from Gertie about uh, about that Neville ranking is just Gertie's brand of complaining all the time about everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't stand it. And how he's already it, lost week one somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It seems just not set up for week one yet. It's, it's really a shame. But yeah, you know, the, the power rankings just like in any sort of award show or anything like that, you, you can't fully remove your bias. And uh, that's for me, why Gertie was ranked lower is because I, I just hate him. I don't, I don't like him very much. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all do. I think that that all comes out in our rankings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That there is a uh, disdain for the man. Um, that's what happens clearly the podcast. <laughs> that's right. Clearly a level above Gertie in almost every way is um is our next uh, competitor uh neville comes in at number five on the championship ranking neville uh 
took the league by storm last season, um, specifically electrical storm, uh, as he shocked his way to a championship on the back of um, Dalvin Cook, uh, Devontae Adams, uh, and Calvin Ridley, I believe. Uh, he, he, he honestly, his Jonathan team was Taylor, like, James Robinson. The incredible team. It actually was like an incredible team. Yeah. Can Neville do it again? Um, my ranking, my ranking of Neville had my own personal bias in it just because, um, over the last two years, Neville, Neville and I have had, um, essentially the same, um, the same season. Mm. We made it to the semis. One of us won the final and, and then the other, uh, ended up in the uh, in the bronze medal match. Um, I can't recall if he won his his bron- um, his third place match, but um, Neville Neville's putting up um, putting up seasons here, and and it's uh, maybe it's time that we start looking at Adam as a real human being. Um, but I prefer not to, and I would prefer to rank myself above him. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think you've got to put some respect on his name so to speak as you said you know as much as we like to to give him a hard time he's been pretty fairly successful the last few seasons and, and he's been right there and he finally came through um so as much as i want to put him uh, at the bottom of this list and wanted to keep him with the human scum uh i'm shocked as much as neville is literally that he is here with the champions and he's been there and he's just outside of what i would call that elite tier in 390. Yeah, I, I will. I will just jump in quickly, and I, I won't go too much. But I will say that I think either Neville is a dynasty now and will win a couple championships in a few years, or he's going to find a way to fuck it up this year, and he'll go back to Neville that we know and love. He'll burn himself, right? Like yeah. instead, of, it'll be some sort of elemental uh, attack on on his own body. Um, I, I just want to put the uh, the human scum on blast here. Once you're revealed, uh, maybe take stock of the fact that you let Neville. Um, surpass your worth as a, yeah. a fantasy player by him nabbing the championship. Um, and that's a stain you're never going to be able to get off your character uh, or your fantasy resume. And we'll all look at you uh, um, for the worst because of it. I would um, say, so moving into... Sorry, just, just to add a little bit on that. I would say not only in past them in 390, but in life too. Like Certainly. It yeah. does extend to uh, life. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, lo- I just look last in the question, mirror. Last question. How many of us, including the people here, are going to shock themselves before the draft? I'm not planning on it, but we'll see. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to do it, yes. I'm even like thinking, <laughs> like, would a like, little 9-volt battery to the tongue, you know, like when you were a kid, would that do it? Like, would that spark some luck? You could get those things that you, like you attach to people and then they have, there's a remote for it. So maybe I'll just bring one of those to your place for drafting. And we'll all electrocute <laughs> ourselves. I've got a Moto Master Eliminator, but that might be a little intense. Let's tr- try it on Neville first. <laughs> oh man. Can't draft if you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You always are. Uh, Coming in fourth place is myself. Uh, I think this is a uh, a great rating ranking for for me. I'm proud of it. Uh, still work to be done. Uh, but if I want to put myself in into the category of um, best in the league as my my co-hosts are, um, I need to start winning championships, and that's and 
that if that doesn't happen, then I don't, I, I'm not going to crack that top three. So I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. It's uh, it, you've had great seasons. You're, you're an expert. I mean, you have a podcast about fantasy football. That's how, how into it you are. Um, and it seems like you've been a contender for, as you said, for most of the last few years. So I love this ranking. And as you say, yeah, you, this could move up pretty quickly if you win another championship. Yep. I would agree. I don't think too much to add there. You said it all. Oh, well, I think, uh, you know, who's, does anyone else have multiple titles besides Suds and I? And that this isn't just a humble brag. I'm genuinely curious. No, it, it, no. That's why I was cheering for, for Neville to win last year because I wanted everybody to remain one of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, so coming in for a tie for second place, which is maybe a little bit controversial, um, we have Suds and Mike Hallwell. Um, I had Mike, I had my brother actually ranked as second, um, because similar to Neville, Mike has found himself in a lot of like fan finals matchups over the last little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, and Mike, uh, uh, my brother actually is the, um, over the last two years has been, um, a silver medalist in the league. He's, mm-hmm. he's lost both finals matchups, um, kind of just meeting uh meeting teams at, at, at the wrong time but he still he still performs quite well i'm i'm trying to think the last time he missed playoffs and it may have been a while yeah um and so i so i i i balanced that against your your record recently suds and um i know i know you made playoffs last year because we played each other in the in the first round um but it was our game. Our game was horrible. Like I think the winning score was like eighty-one points to sixty <laughs> something. Like it was not good. Um, and so I think it's you. You obviously have the three championships to you. Um, it's more of just like a recency thing of like how how important have you been to the the, the league over the last little bit? And I think um, I think there's room for improvement with that. Mm-hmm. Well, whereas yeah, Mike, I, whereas you, Mike has done that. He, he's basically filled filled that void. Uh, yeah, you're not actually going to get any argument from me because uh, I actually ranked Mike Hallwell as number one mm-hmm. um, in my rankings. Uh, he's just a powerhouse. He's the only one I come up to in the regular season who I'm actually worried about um, when I play him. Sorry, you two. Uh, but <laughs> it is it is 100% a recency bias thing. I think I'm still solid, but uh, I need to uh, go back to that three championship status that I had um, because it's been quite a few years. Mm. Maybe it's just like the opposite of recency bias for me. Maybe I'm just living on the laurels of Suds' three rings, and I actually put him one, which brings up an interesting point that all three of us had different people in that one spot. Um, and maybe I didn't value Mike enough. You know, Hollow, you made a lot of good points about your brother there. And uh, I don't know, I had him at... fuck you. Hey. Oh, (laughs) yeah, fuck you. I thought you were talking to me at first. Okay, okay. (laughs) Oh, fuck you too, Mike. (laughs) Your brother, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't be better than me. <laughs> um, no, but I think I think you're right. You know, you hit it on the head. I was going to make an argument and say you guys are not putting the respect on Sud's name, but your your argument made sense, and I guess we're tied. Uh, and then and then finishing off the the tippy top of championship uh, power ranking mountain, uh, we have uh, we have Pelt, our host here. Uh, it's everything. It's everything that if Suds and, and Mike Hallwell were to be combined into one player, you would get Pell. 
And that's why you're at the top. Wow. You're you're always sort of in the running for for a playoff spot, and you do have the the history of of being a champion in the league, um, and being um, tied for the most championships in the league. So it's like, I don't know how else do you sort of um, how else do you sort of measure performance in a fantasy league? Uh, I feel like your your resume speaks for itself, and that's why I put you at the top. Thank you. Uh, did you make playoffs last year, Mike? No, first year ever not making playoffs. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. So yeah, like you're allowed one year. You've been you've mm-hmm. been basically like as close to perfect as you can be in fantasy football. And last year was a bit of a letdown. So if you come back this year, then there's there's no question that you're number one. Yeah, I had never not made the semis, not just the playoffs, which was pretty in, pretty insane run. So yeah, you're right. If I if I slip this year, then these rankings maybe don't look the same next year. But uh, I'm not planning on it. Uh, not to uh, toot my own horn, but I did call that you would not make playoffs next year when you drafted Joe Burrow in the third round. I said that was too early. You did? You did? So. Sometimes you got to take the shots and sometimes you miss. That's right. That's right. We all know it because we're all champions. Yeah. But our next list are people who will never even sniff our butts because they've never won anything. We have the human scum ranking. Uh, and so uh, alternating between going from bottom of the list the top of the list mm-hmm. uh it's much much uh more fun to uh go from the top of the list to the bottom of the list yeah. so who do we have maybe the most amount of respect for uh on the human scum pile so i'm going to talk a little bit about my take and then i'll talk about who's actually there i put jay here and for much of the reasons like you guys we've talked about neville we've talked about pat yourself like jay to me always seems to build a solid roster and always seems to be there um, at the end of the year. He's still human scum, um, but I personally had him ranked there. It's not the person you guys had ranked there, um, which who could be also be very deserving, um, and that's Nolan. Nolan's coming in at ninth in the 2021 390 power rankings, or first of the human scum, so congrats. You're the least human scummy guy in the group, um, and yeah, Nolan's a guy who's always there. I think between him and Jay, those are the two that have a chance not to be scum next year. Yeah, I, I I like your Jay analysis, but I, I do think that Nolan is he's kind of like the Ryan of the losers. Like he is kind of not bad all the time. He's just kind of middling, which the rest of the losers I feel uh, <laughs> disdain for generally. Uh, not bad all the time is <laughs> pretty amazing way to describe him. Uh, so yeah, I don't think there's any real surprise that the uh, the person uh, coming in in tenth is Jay. Uh, I think we all agree. I, we don't need to rehash it, but we we would all agree that these two are certainly um, in the upper tier of that that scumminess. Um, they they certainly strike uh, both of us. Uh, both of them could could easily make the jump into um, competitor, but they uh, they've made some character choices that leave them in this in this grouping um and wonder like just so poetically we have a tie Mm. for the final part um of this ranking um suds i'll give you the honor of saying who uh who who are our tied scummers well our tied scum for people doing the math they already know that it is curtis and our lovely commissioner, Andre. And I'm very happy 
and excited to see what Andre's reaction to this is. Curtis, of course, came into the year last year. Very difficult to come into 390 as a new person during a COVID year. Um, we're not going to look too much into Curtis that way. He had a very poor season, made some questionable trades, but, you know, one year. So he deserves to be at the bottom. However, Andre has been in here from the beginning. He's been the commissioner since the beginning, and he needs to take a look at himself because I'm not sure he deserves to live. I mean, I mean, before before we started the podcast today, we were talking about all the faults that Andre has. Um, I think last year, as a from a commissioner standpoint, was an absolute disaster. His um, his, the the public opinion of him as a as a leader is something that I know like. I know actively um, people behind the scenes are looking for new leadership. Um, he really dropped the ball in that, in that way. And then he is the, um, the one person in our league that tried the zero RB strategy. Um, and and um, it, it was an absolute disaster of a team. He somehow finished seventh um, at the end of the year. Uh, That's annoying because I finished sixth. uh but he uh uh, i i I think i think what works against andre the most here is his the the amount of time in the league it's like figure it out dude it's fantasy football it's not that hard like neville lucked into a championship what are you doing you know yeah so that's absolutely true and um he just needs to he needs to figure it out because um this is absolutely brutal and he is a better person than this or he should be but he's not appearing and i'm going to use this platform though to say that i think that andre is the best commissioner i've ever had in fantasy and he's only ever made one mistake and the mistake he made happened recently when he caved to all you whiny bitches about the ir slot that's the only time i've ever disrespected andre as a commissioner as a fantasy player i mean he's the fucking worst but yes yeah, yeah, yeah. as a commissioner I will be defending him. Get ready. Get ready for the rest of the season. I will be jumping in every time. Have, has he made that change? Oh, I'm on mute. Would help if I wasn't on mute. Has he made no, that you, change you, officially? You, you, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, okay. Good well, I just... I, sorry, I just don't understand why he's doing it a year after. Like, if you're not going to put in the IR spot, just stick to your guns. Yeah. But now he's doing it, and COVID is like almost over. Mm-hmm. It just he he's a he's a fair weather commissioner, and that's and, and honestly, we need somebody in there to make tougher decisions. So officially, I will put my candidacy candidacy out there <laughs> once again for the commissioner status of the league. I will burn this league to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Sorry, Mike. It, it, what were you gonna say? Um, I don't know. What was I gonna <laughs> okay. say? Cool. Um, I think we can get into the uh, the the meat and potatoes of the podcast then. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna run through a, a mock draft of uh, what appears to be the first four rounds um, of the three ninety draft. Mm-hmm. So uh, for anybody who is not familiar with the the settings of the league, we are a um uh. A 12-team standard scoring league with one quarterback, three wide receivers, two running backs, one tight end, one flex, one super flex, uh, and a defense. So ostensibly, we are a 
uh, a two quarterback league, which is typically how we sort of um, optimize our lineups. Um, so our drafts come off a little bit different than than sort of what what you would see on the uh, um, your mainstream media fantasy uh, circles. But um, fuck the mainstream that being said, media. oh, what was that, Mike? I just said fuck the mainstream media. Fuck the mainstream media. Oh. Um, we uh, uh, th- with all that being said, I feel like we have it. We have a league of people that like know their shit. So our drafts are like pretty entertaining and 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 strategic and and fun. So um, like we did last year, um, we've assigned random picks to um, each of our hosts here, and we're going to try and get into the uh, the minds of uh, of the players that we're picking for and uh, and go from there. So um, with the is there anything else I should add about the draft, guys? I think that was. Uh, we're doing it live. I don't know if you guys did it live last year. We did. I don't think we did. You know, we did. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, okay. I I've got some picks written up on here, but obviously that could change, um, depending upon the uh, the the situation. So, uh, with our, uh, uh, I have the first pick in the actual draft. But doing my pick for this mock draft will be Suds. So Suds, who do I take? Sorry, just one, uh, one, I, one quick. Sorry, go ahead, Mike. Sorry to break that off. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Real, it's really weird. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm on, I, mute, I don't know. I'm on mute on my podcaster. It's really confusing. Oh. Okay, let's check something real quick. Hmm. Oh, Are we paused right now? We're not paused. We're we're leaving this all in. Yeah, yeah this is a. Uh, this is all in. Okay, well, I have um, a little game for the listeners then in the meantime, because during that, I thought we were paused and I farted. So go back and listen. You might be able to hear it. <laughs> I feel like you've set like an infinite loop now in the podcast because you'll be like, oh, you have to go back and listen for the fart and then they'll miss it. And then they'll you'll give them the instruction again and they'll be like, oh, no, I'm caught in this. We'll get so many. We'll get so many listens. French art film. It'll be so good. Yeah, a French fart film. Oh, nice. (laughs) Fuck. That's your nickname this season. I didn't know. I didn't know it, but this podcast has become my dream come true. (laughs) So fart film. I had two mics plugged in. That was it. Yourself and a microphone. Nice. Two M's. That was the confusion. Yeah. yeah so yeah. We're, we figured we should, it out now. So I we guess when I up more often, this is really quality content. <laughs> when I, I guess all right, when I cleared my throat earlier when I thought I muted myself. That's just going to be in there. So that's good. It's okay. It's okay. Love it. Love it. Suds. Who am I taking with the first pick? Um, oh, you guys didn't I'm not going to say what I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Mike. No, I just wanted to. Sorry, I just wanted to lay the quick groundwork for the listeners. We aren't doing any of our own picks, and we tried to spread it out so each of us picks for everyone in the league at least once. So you may see a yeah. couple of us do picks in a row, or you may see six picks without one of us picking. That's all I wanted to say. I mean, that's fair. That's a good point. I'm going to go ahead and talk now, though, um, about the first pick. Uh, again, revealing behind the scenes, Pat, you said in the beside the notes i'm taking cmc christian mccaffrey i mean i i think that makes sense there's a lot of picks that you could go at number one that are not mistakes but i think this is probably the best one so yes i think you take cmc and uh yeah just like jfk in 63 it's a no-brainer 
<laughs> Jesus. Wow. Uh, our next, uh, the next pick is for Danish and, and Pelt, you have that pick. Yeah, I think uh, Danish looks to what worked last year with CMC off the board. I think, you know, he'd like to take him, but I think he goes Dalvin Cook. I think he takes a solid running back that was on a championship roster last year and won a championship for a lot of people. And I don't think he goes quarterback. I think he debates that every year when I talk to him and he's got the first or second pick. But no, I think he goes Cook here. Um, we have Ryan coming in at the at the third pick, and I will be making this pick for him. Um, Ryan, I, I'm not totally sure on his tendencies, but for some reason, I've made the connection to um, Derrick Henry here. So third overall, he's taking Derrick Henry, he's shoring up that um, that running back position. So I think that that we're at our next pick is Jay, and Suds will be making that. All right, for Jay. I think uh, this is kind of we we're always surprised why how many quarterbacks do or don't go in the first round, um, and uh, I think that this is very late for what who Jay will be very happy to get, and that's Patrick Mahomes. He could go first overall, and I think that's a great pick mm-hmm. for Jay to get him at four. I think that's um, I, I would be I would be very excited if I was Jay in a two QB league. Pat Mahomes is king. Yep, can't argue with that. And picks five, Curtis, I'll be picking for him. I think he starts to see the quarterbacks come off. He's trying to get his feet wet in this league. Rough start last year. I think he drafted Chubb round one. I think he looks to his uh, homeboy Bills here, takes Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen was the highest fantasy player last year, was he not? So I think uh, it's a good pick for Curtis here at five, and he tries to build that roster and not be human scum. Uh, I don't think he was the highest scoring no? player last year. I think it was Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray had a, I've been telling the stat, but it was basically like Lamar and Patrick Mahomes have like the highest scoring fantasy seasons, basically like they're within like two or three points of each other. Okay. Uh, Kyler Murray, if he had stayed on his pace. Um, oh, actually. Oh, yeah. Cause yeah. he was injured. You, you may be, you may be right, but sorry, I still want to get this Kyler Murray stat in, um, that if he had stayed on the pace before his, uh, his ankle injury, he would have, um, outscored Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes for the best fantasy season ever, uh, by four and a half points per game. Wow. <laughs> so it was substantial. Crazy. Uh, um, okay. Sorry. So that was a, uh, that was a bit of a tangent, uh, but I'm coming in to make your pick pelt. Um, and you're, I, I think you know what's up, and I think you take the best running back available here, uh, and I have Alvin Kamara going to you. That is an absolutely horrid fucking pick. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's all I'll say. <laughs> no, I just don't like it. I've never, and it's not a Saints thing. I don't like the Saints. I just, I don't trust that offense. Um, I don't trust him to be a pick at six for me that's going to be a top-line player for me. Sure. Just yeah. my thoughts. Uh, Suds, you have the next pick. Oh, I do. I was looking at the wrong name. Um, I think this is one Mike Hallwell, Mike Hallwell can sometimes surprise us in drafts, uh, and it usually works out for him. But I think that this one is he sees a big name, A-lister on the board, a potential number one, missed last season, but he's going to see Saquon and want that all day. Uh, picking in the middle of the round and getting a running back like that, I think that um, could be a huge boon for a team. Uh, 
the next pick is for Nolan, and I and I am choosing for him. Um, I'm fairly certain this is where he goes, um, but I, I think he nabs uh, Zeke here um, to to just do the same thing that Mike did with the uh, the previous pick of just shoring up a, a high quality running back uh, for the team. Uh, it's back to Suds for P. Nev's pick. Yeah, um, I think P. Nev here, he's, he's such a fucking wild card. Um, <laughs> but I think he actually goes safe. I think he sees he sees that, you know, there's still, actually, I'm looking at the board here, there's still some running back depth, and he's, he's we're starting to get to the turnaround picks. So I think that he will go for Kyler Murray here, shore up his quarterback, and he's thinking he looks good for uh, getting a running back or wide receiver on the turnaround. Okay, so we have Andre coming in with the um, the tenth pick. I will be making the pick for Andre, and I am up in the air on what he wants to do. But for the sake of moving this draft forward, um, oh, I'll say I'll say that Andre takes. Aaron Jones. Mm, good pick. Not happy about that one. I'm definitely, I, I, I don't know which way that that'll go, but that's who I, I I'll say he takes. So this is where the draft always gets super interesting. Cause you're at the turn. People have a couple picks in a row and then aren't going to pick for a long time. So I think you see these players like Suds, Gertie, Andre are going to have to secure a position of need later in the draft or get fucked. Um, so with that logic, I think Suds here at pick 11 goes Lamar. Ooh, wow. I wonder. <laughs> wonder. And to be honest, yeah, I think that I, I would be really happy with that pick, to be fair. I think that he falls a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But again, the first round is kind of unpredictable in special sport. Or <laughs> I did that one on accident. <laughs> in 390. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yeah, it's uh, it's my pick now for Gertie. Gertie is rounding out the uh, back end of the round, and I think I think Gertie's had a tough sports year, and I think that he is going to use hope here. I think he's actually going to go against character, and he's going to say Aaron Rodgers. He's oh. going to go with the homer pick. Even though I don't think he likes to do that, I think that he sees him available there after all the terrible offseason he's had. He's he's going to want to Ted Lasso this and, and have some hope in his, in his life. See, that's, a, that's very interesting because I don't know if Gertie would do this either, but I can't not do it because he's sitting right there on the board and this guy's ranked sixth according to Fantasy Pros and he's got to take Devonta Adams right here. It's a no-brainer, but I don't know if picking Rodgers and then Adams... There's too many eggs in that basket, but it's a I sexy can't. stack, though. Yeah, the stack, the stack it. ability, and you know, you know, like they're they're kind of both on like the fuck you tour. Yeah, um, like they last danced it on on Instagram. So I think mm-hmm. I like I looked at that spot and I was like, I, I wonder, I wonder if they go this. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that. Uh, so coming back on the uh, the snake of it, um, I've got Suds's team. 
Um, Suds is no fool when it comes to constructing a, a roster. Uh, and I hope that I'm correct when I say he takes Nick Chubb here. I love Nick Chubb. I, I love his name. I don't know anything about him, but I love a Chubb. <laughs> love a Chubb. Okay. That's a, that's a good we'll spot. Come, we'll come back to that. And we're going back to Andre. So Andre's got a running back here, Aaron Jones. A lot of investment into Green Bay so far from 390. It's a tough spot. I think he's going to swing. He's probably got, what, a long time before his next pick. I think I'm going to go, oh, man. Andre's picks are hard. You're right, Hall. At some point, can I be right about something? He's... <laughs> um, I think he's going to take that strategy I was saying before, and he's got to shore up a position with a long turn. He's going to go Dak here, get himself a quarterback. I think Ridley's a consideration there for him, or Diggs, but I think he values the quarterback more in this spot. Yeah, it's uh, obviously with Dak's injury, it's a, a bit of a risk, but the, the guy's a superstar, and I think uh, we're all expecting a big comeback, an Alex Smith comeback player of the year award in his mm. future, perhaps. Uh, so I think I'm up next and I'm picking for P Nev, uh, who I actually picked for in the first round. So I get to shape his team early on. And so I went with Kyler Murray for him. So he's on the turnaround. I think he's looking for a wide receiver or a running back here. And I would say with what's left, I think that he sees that. I know Neville. He is obsessed in love with, infatuated by Jonathan Taylor. And he mm. um, he takes him. I don't even think he thinks about it. Neville, we know how long he takes to pick. I think he's only going to take like a minute and 53 seconds to make this pick. He's going to be that sure of it. <laughs> Incredible. Interesting. And then we got me coming in for Nolan. So Nolan first round, short up that running back position. He'd be upset that Dak went two picks earlier, I think. Um, for Nolan here, I, I think he goes Tyreek. I think he tries to balance out those skill players. He's going to take one of the fastest wide receivers in the league. Just FYI, for if we're being factual about this, Tyreek Tyre will not be available in the second round. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because I have the ninth or the eleventh pick in the first round. Mm. <laughs> um, so it's my brother's pick here, and I will be making that that choice for him. There's a lot of good players out on the field, but this is this is kind of like, um, I guess we'll call it fraternal instinct. Um, that I think my brother has like an affinity for Travis Kelsey. And, and I think he's like, yeah, I want, I want one of those receivers in, in, in KC. So, uh, Kelsey goes off the board, the first tight end. Um, and then I follow this up. Oh, I have, I have Pelt's second pick. Oh my mm -hmm. goodness. Okay. Um, so we have, we have Alvin Kamara on the first one. He hated that pick. Um, so I'm just <laughs> going down my list. Okay. So I'm going to make another pick that he may hate, 
but I feel it, it, it strategy is sound. Uh, and we all know that Pelt is an Atlanta Falcons fan. So I think at this point, Calvin Ridley goes off the board to Mike. I don't hate it. How do you it. feel about you don't hate it? I okay. Don't hate it. Okay. We're okay. Especially after watching that clip you sent in the chat. Ooh. Oh, he looks so good. Ooh. Fuck. He was a fine looking boy and uh, really representing that division right now uh, mm-hmm. as well, Pelts. Uh, so I guess it's me next. And also, I want to say, uh, I think the only pick so far in this draft that's a guarantee to be right was your pick for your brother as Travis Kelsey Hallwell. Um, that was just like completely instinctually correct. I also just tuned it again. So if you heard that, great. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of old Milwaukee last night. So it's been, yeah. a, it's been a gassy morning. Anyway, Curtis is next. And so Curtis in the first round, it was so long ago, uh, got Josh Allen. And um, I think that's a great start. I think Curtis last year learned something about this league that everybody learns coming in that QBs, it's insane how important they are. And I think that he is actually going to go for a second QB. And I think he's going to go Russell Wilson. I like it. Things are getting spicy up in here. That is very spicy. And then next we got Jay. So Jay in for round one had Mahomes fall to him at four. I think he's got a few options here. I think he could pick another quarterback, shore that up. There's some good running backs still available. A certain one has flipped down quite a bit. Um, But I think he goes for the high upside guy. Um, And he goes Antonio Gibson here, my running back. Oh, I'm sorry. It's me next. Picking for Ryan. And Ryan was up at the top of the first round of third and got Derek Henry. So he's sitting there and he's looking at who's available. It's a 2QB two two QB league. However, we've kind of surpassed a, a couple tiers. And I think he looks at this and isn't happy about a second round pick on any of these guys. So I would say... Ryan will hopefully have a computer where this rankings will load quicker <laughs> and we'll go with um, Ryan will go with uh, why don't you guys weigh in on the last pick what do you, th- how do you feel about that? <laughs> um, okay so we, Jay, Jay making the Antonio Gibson pick um, I wonder if there's an opportunity if Jay does end up with Mahomes and he comes back in the second round, does he not go Clyde Edwards Hilaire here for that that Kansas City stack? Mm. It's not a bad call, but I, I think I think he'd want to diversify a little bit. Although it's KC, so maybe you're right, you know, that's not as much of a concern. It would be alluring it would be alluring to me, but yeah. um mm-hmm. Suds, is that enough filler for you? That was a great amount of filler. Thanks. Uh, I was totally ready. I was just trying to be funny. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I think I I agree with what I said earlier, and I think he goes DK Metcalf here. I think he wants a solid running back and a solid wide receiver if he's going to pass on quarterbacks in the first two rounds. And those are two. He has two players who could finish top at their position. I like it. 
Uh, so I get to make the pick for Danish. Uh, Danish has Dalvin Cook from the first round. So he will pair. Um, he will pair Dalvin Cook with. Ooh. He's going to go DeAndre Hopkins here. Mm, good pick. Slid a little. Slid a little, but not too far. And then, and then yeah, your boy, uh, your boy Hallwell here, Pat Nightman, as we know him, as uh, he's got two back-to-back picks here, and I think he's licking his chops after taking CMC at one to solidify that position. If I know my man Pat, like I think I do, I think he goes Austin Eckler here, and really just. Makes a case for best running backs in the league so far. Yeah, I think I think that's a solid pick. Uh, so I'm next on the turnaround, and so you've shaped it that we've got two running backs, and I have seen Hallwell go three RB before. Uh, not an awful strategy, but I think that he knows how long until his next pick and. Even though we've surpassed that neck, that first tier of quarterbacks, I think he sees Justin Herbert. He loves the stack. Says, he wants the stack. He wants the stack. <laughs> My strategy <laughs> laid out for the entire league. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, looking looking solid there on the West Coast, and I'm up next as well, picking for Danish. And it's always fun picking for people who don't know how to pick get into that mindset <laughs> yeah like wait what do you do you just sort of like forget everything you know about football, yeah right yeah. Like, yeah exactly and like put rankings in reverse order i guess i don't know how he does it, but it's impressive anyway um so danish we saw a long long time ago uh got um uh, dalvin cook and then just now got deandre hopkins that's pretty solid so He's going to screw up this next pick. Uh, and I think he will screw it up by... No, I mean, he's he's a good guy. I don't mean. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so I think that Danish is looking here, and I think he as well is going to see those quarterbacks uh, falling away. And I think he's going to go Ryan Tannehill. And Ryan will stand up and murder you slash Danish because that's who he was locked in at for his next pick right after you. So Ryan's going to have to pivot a little bit here. That's the second time I've done that to someone. Yeah, so Ryan's got DK and where is he here? Did he pick in the first round? Oh, yeah, he's got Henry. So DK and Henry, so he's got some pretty good positional. He's spreading it out there. The next QBs on the board are Brady, Stafford. I think he, you know... Nothing is too enticing about that, and I think he can wait at this point after Tannehill goes. Um, and then I think he goes elite at another position, and I think he pivots and takes Kittle here. Yeah, I like that pick, and uh, that's who I was just looking at. As I'm up next, I'm having a, a busy beginning of the third round. And so that's Jay. And so far, Jay rocked at getting Mahomes at fourth. And also got Antonio Gibson. So he's looking at who's available right now. And I think 
We love Antonio Gibson's ceiling, but he might be a little worried about the floor. And so I think he is going here. Oh, goodness. Oh, there's a lot of high ceiling, low floor, though. I think he goes for Joe Mixon. I think he sees a comeback in this. Mm. This offense could be incredible. And I think he sees Joe Mixon as the player to, to help his team here. So I'm coming in to, uh, to make the uh, the pick for Curtis. Curtis has Russell Wilson and Josh Allen, a, a, a dynamite duo at QB. But the rest of his lineup is, is quite uh, barren. So he's looking at running back. He's like, I need somebody to carry the load. And he puts all of his hopes on Najee Harris. Mm. That could be a championship pick right there with those two quarterbacks. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully Curtis can follow uh, our advice and and put this team together. But stranger things, you know. Great show. It's it's a great great show. (laughs) (laughs) all right so it's me next again um as i am representing the third round strongly at the top and we've got pelts co-host pelts here and so far he's stuck to one division one team that he hates and his the other team his favorite team (laughs) and so i you know what we saw pelts take joe burrow last year and he was proven that that wasn't a good call but you know what? He's a stubborn guy. <laughs> and I think you see what's coming here. I think he goes for another homer pick after the Calvin Ridley one and goes for Trevor Lawrence here. Wow. Mike doesn't learn his lesson. Yeah. <laughs> see you later, playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> nice knowing you. Well, so I got the next two picks. I got Mike Caldwell and then Nolan. Interesting about these both these teams so far. Neither of them have quarterbacks. And I think they got to take him here. I think Mike Caldwell looks at the board. Just give me one second here. No, Mike, Mike Caldwell looks at the board and says, Tom Brady's still got it. And I think he's going to do it for me. Okay. And then Nolan... Also looking to take a quarterback. Oh, man. You know what? Nolan says Mike had it right just in the wrong year. And I'm going to take Joe Burrow, who's going to win me a championship. Oh, no fucking chance. No one does that. No fucking chance. Oh, man. That's too funny. Oh, sorry, it's me. Uh, so I'm coming in. I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming in with P Nev's next pick, and I'll be following that up with uh, Andre's pick as well. So P Nev, he's got Kyler Murray and Jonathan Taylor at this point. Um, when we scan the board, the running backs are kind of dropping out, but there's some good wide receivers still still left. Um, and you know what? Neville Neville says, thank you very much, Leek, as he takes Stefan Diggs, who finished oh, as the number two deal. wide receiver last year. Yeah, I think so. He was insane. So uh, Neville's quite happy with that steal in the third round. Uh, Andre, um, still blind as a bat when it comes to drafting a fantasy team. As Aaron Jones, he has Dak Prescott. 
Um, he's looking at the board. Uh, he sees that the quality is dropping a little bit. Hmm, this is tough. This is... Uh, he is going to go AJ Brown. Nice. To round out that that position on his his team, so uh, one of each for the first three. I think that's who uh, Suds had his eye on here at the end of the third round, AJ Brown. And I think he's got a choice: does he stick with wide receiver to complement Lamar and Chubb, or does he solidify that running back spot? Um, I think he takes someone who's maybe a little undervalued this year and solidifies that running back spot with CEH. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He doesn't have any first names, though. It's true. <laughs> Very true. Um, so that is a that is a tough spot for Gertie, who comes in with the final pick of the third round. Uh, Gertie already has that Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams stack. Um, so he needs some running back help. And if we look at running back, there is, um, a diminishing amount of, of good players. So, uh, Gertie throws his hat in the ring with some David Montgomery. Interesting. Cause they, uh, the, he had positive vibes about him last year. Mm. So David Montgomery at the end of the third. All right, and I've got the turnaround here, and I think I think Gertie's not. I think Gertie is might do that pick, but I think he's not super stoked about it. Like I think he's he goes full Gertie on it. So I think that he might actually go down the board even further and pick another running back um, because he feels so solid at quarterback and wide receiver. And I think he goes Chris Carson as more of a steady hand, just in case. I like that. And I get to pick again for Suds here. I'm basically picking his entire team. How exciting. Um, so who you got here? CEH, Lamar, and Chubb. Oh, I think this is a no-brainer. I think... Uh, like JFK? Yeah. <laughs> I think you see him there, and you take Justin Jefferson. He had a great rookie season. All indications, he's only going to continue to build on that. And I think uh, you're happy he's sitting there in the fourth. I don't want to spoil anything, but I really like what you guys have done for me in this draft. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just looking at the Suds has five players, but two of them are Justin Jefferson. <laughs> so if we could clean up that uh that graphic there, uh, I will be um, picking Andre's final player of this mock draft. Um, and so with Aaron Jones, uh. Uh, Dak Prescott and AJ Brown. Um, there is a lot, a lot to be had here. As much as I want to go running back for, um, actually, yeah, you know what? Um, Andre, Andre is actually going to go running back here. Um, and he's going to go with a player that he had last season who actually performed quite well after we ridiculed him. Uh, but if he's able to snag De- DeAndre Swift in the uh, the top of the fourth, he's happy at, at, with running backs at the moment. 
Man, I think Neville's going to look at his team and be extremely happy. Kyler Murray, Jonathan Taylor, Stefan Diggs. I think he kind of hopes he picks another guy here who's going to have a big, big year. A little bit of a homer pick, uh, J.K. Dobbins. All right, yeah, PNAV's not opposed to homer picks. I like that. Um, I'm up next with uh, the final pick for Monsieur Nolan. And so far, Nolan has Zeke and Tyreek, which is, is a great combo, but then has Joe Burrow. Um, so this pick doesn't really matter, uh, I guess is the point, because he's not going to be in the playoffs. But I'll do it anyway. So I think he's looking at this, and again, not super happy with that Joe Burrow pick, but you know, why draft another shit quarterback to be as good as the other one? Anyway, I don't know what that meant. He's going to want... a. <laughs> quality it's quality it's quality i'm so glad we do this live he is going to want a solid player someone who he knows is going to do well someone who has been skyrocketing up draft boards he is going for daryl henderson mm, good pick like okay. it uh so that brings us to uh my brother's pick his team currently consists of uh saquon travis kelsey and tom brady so we actually might dip into wide receiver because there is some there is some sexy picks here. Uh, and then I think Mike I think Mike is is gonna be excited about making um, making a bit of a splash here. And I know that he has a a Dallas Cowboys fan in his in his circle of trusted fantasy experts. So he's going to take Amari Cooper. Oh, interesting. Um, at number one, or, or uh, sorry, at at his fourth round pick. I don't know why I said number one. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Yay. And it is me now picking for co-host Van Pelt, who has so far very interesting reasons for all of his picks. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Calvin Ridley, and Trevor Lawrence. So <laughs> I think I think he's looking at that and he's okay with it, but he wants the player that has a high upside and hasn't dra- been drafted yet, who is Miles Sanders, to really shore up those running backs. Oh, my God. This is disgusting. I'm going to throw up Your over team is shit. Like, absolute putrid garbage. <laughs> oh, I picked most of it. <laughs> so, Curtis here, he's got Kyler. He's got, I'm oh, sorry, wrong team. Uh, Curtis has Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, and Najee Harris. A high-ceiling team. I think he's going to want to keep building on that. Um, and I think he's going to go... Oh, I'm torn between these two guys right here. Keenan Allen's still on the board, correct? Yep. I think he, he goes with the higher-ceiling guy, though, and he goes with uh, CD. CD Lamb. Totally fair. Uh, Jay comes in looking at the uh, um, the wide receiver position here. It, it seems to be 
quite stacked. Uh, Keenan Allen is, is definitely a possibility here. Um, I know Jay has uh, a connection with Terry McLaurin. Um, like personal connection? I, uh, just an ownership stake in, in, in an, uh, another league, I believe. Um, but I think he'll he'll see the value in a Keenan Allen choice right here. Um, and then Ryan Ryan gets to uh, come back with uh, with his fourth round pick. Uh, Ryan has um, Derrick Henry, DK, and Kittle, so he obviously needs a quarterback right now. Um, when we take a look at the the quarterback situation, we got Jalen Hurts on the board, and that is value for Ryan to get a running quarterback this late um, could be huge for him. Mm-hmm. And then I believe it's me if I'm not stepping in. Yeah, so I'm picking for Danish, the second last pick of the mock. So Lifeless Fish is sitting here with, he's gone the kind of generic route that a lot of teams have. He's gone Dalvin Cook and then DeAndre Hopkins and then Ryan Tannehill. And now he's looking up, looking to double up at one of those positions. And I think that he sees an aging player who he thinks is going to get more red zone targets than he's gotten in his entire career. And he goes Julio Jones. Mm. That's big. Uh, yeah. Bold, bold pick, but it could be a huge one. Um. And then I think Hallwell, to close out your team, CMC, Eckler, Herbert, you're happy with that. You're loving where you're at. I think I, I don't know if you're going to like this pick or not, but I think you're going to go with this guy because he might be a little bit underrated in terms of the way we've mocked it so far, and you really need a receiver here. And go Allen Robinson. I was debating between him and the Tampa receivers, but there's too too much of the pie to go around there in uh, Tampa Bay. I I do like pie though. Let's not mm-hmm. overlook that. Who doesn't? Big pie guy. That's it. So that what's the best kind of pie? That is it is the best kind of pie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's uh we have um I don't necessarily think we need to read off all of the the, the teams quite yet. Um, I think we can post this in the chat and, and, and people can refer back to it if they want. Um, but, but I think what's, what's a value here is that, um, we should, we should each identify potentially like the, the team that we think is the strongest, um, and potentially the team that, uh, that we think is the weakest. Um, and so, uh, I don't mind going, um, first with the, the strongest for me. Um. Oh gosh, this is hard doing it on the fly like this. I'll go first. Uh, yeah, Mike, if you got one, uh, that that'll give me time. I mean, I think right off the top, the team we finished with, your team, uh, that looks the strongest to me on paper. When I'm glancing through them quickly, CMC. I think you got all three of the last guys as steals, all below their ADP: Eckler, Herbert, and Robinson. I think Robinson gives you a good floor, and then I think the other three give you higher ceilings, and I think that's exciting for your team. I appreciate that. I I, I kind of would agree. Like I I, I do. Um, I'm looking at my team. I'm like, fuck yeah. I, love I think a lot like, of I that, appreciate that on the team that you didn't even pick. 
<laughs> I do. I do think a lot of that comes from the fact that CMC is there. Mm-hmm. True. And so it just like it kind of like solidifies my own strategy of like taking CMC is the right move. Mm-hmm. Um, I will throw in Nolan's team as like very, very strong to me with Zeke and Henderson as his running backs. Like mm-hmm. that is that is solid production. You've got an elite wide receiver in Tyreek. And then like Joe Burrow as your quarterback one. I'm a sucker for a Bengal. Um, and I and I think Joe is going to take a step this year. Uh, whether that's forward or backwards remains to be seen. But uh, <laughs> and whether it's on two legs also remains yes, to be seen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I my my pick for strongest just going through it and this you know there's a lot of disparity. It's it's really split here. But I think one that surprised me is Andre has a strong team. I think that's because he drafted a running back um, and two in fact. So that really, really helped. Um, and so he's got Aaron Jones and DeAndre Swift, which I think is solid. There's tons of touchdowns there. Well, for Aaron Jones anyway. And then Dak, I think it's going to be huge this year. And then A.J. Brown is like, he got him so late. And that's a guy who could be in the first round next year. Um, so I, I, I really like what Andre has done here or what we have done for Andre. Um, because he would, he would never pull off something like this. What about Weakest? What do you guys think here? Well, I can jump in here because uh, we, we've already kind of talked about it. Uh, your your team is awful, uh, Pelts. Um, yeah. I like the Camara pick first overall. Ridley Ridley's good, um, but I mean, just <laughs> this isn't a championship team. Yeah, why would I draft Trevor Lawrence? What happened here? Fucking idiot! Why did, you, why did you draft with your heart so much, Mike? God. I know. I know. Miles also the spelling of Saunders. <laughs> <laughs> It's not his last name. Um, I'll throw I'll throw our former host under the uh, the bus, okay. Gertie. I'm looking at his team. I'm not I'm not crazy about it. As much as I like that Rodgers and Adams stack, I think missing it on a running back there is like yeah, I agree. Um, changes the complexion. Hundred percent. Yeah, it, it really really dropped off. You had bad timing. I think if yeah, he had a big gap between picks, so he lost out on a lot. I think with that team, he'd probably be drafting some high ceiling players in the coming rounds, running backs specifically, and hope to shore that up as the season goes along. But yeah, I would agree. And that's it, guys. That's the draft preview. So we're rocking we're rocking this thing out at 1 p.m. Eastern on September 5th. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be a follow-up episode where we do a draft and anal- we'll do the team-by-team analysis uh, and get us prepped for the uh, the ninth. I think is the first game with Tampa and Dallas. Yep, that's right. Um, and then uh, and then we're in it. We're we we we're almost there. So it's very very exciting. Um, I'm super stoked to be back. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, this was like honestly doing the the mock draft here was just like a fucking mm. blast. Yeah, like it was so cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else you want to say before we uh, we end it here? I think just. Quick shout out to the league in general. Looking at the the team names, I loved how much engagement we got from the league on this podcast last year with all the the names that changed, like Pat Nightman, Lifeless Fish, uh, Gertie. I think was changing his name all year. So when I was looking through the list, I was like, that, that was pretty cool to know that like this podcast had an effect on the league, and uh, that's just neat. So please keep up the engagement. We won't be doing six thousand questions again so if you have any real questions you'd like to send in um, we're more than happy to answer them also we haven't forgot about the gift basket um it's there it's 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 sitting in my closet um you can see it see that tube of silicone up behind me yeah that's that's part of the gift basket so um it'll be coming out 
to you soon. And hopefully the mystery source will make a comeback. And yeah, I think that's about it for me. Uh, I I have nothing to add. I've never podcasted before, so I don't know how this works. <laughs> I'm just here, so I won't get fined. Um, I th- this was awesome, guys. Thank you so much uh, to our listeners. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, and I will do the PSA of make sure that you pay your league dues yes. before the start of the mm-hmm. season. All right, everybody, that's it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. See ya. Sad, do you want to take us out with a theme song? We don't have one. I hate Nolan. <laughs>